This is Salesforce Simplified, the podcast from Ad Victorium Solutions. Did you ever have one of those days where you had like a really great find? Uh, maybe you were trolling LinkedIn one day, or maybe you were trolling looking for some videos on YouTube. Well, if you can relate, that's exactly what happened to me, and that's how I found today's guest on the Salesforce Simplified podcast. Hi, I'm Mike Boyle from Advictorium Solutions, and today I'm thrilled that we have independent Salesforce content creator Ike Way with us. Ike creates some amazing, creative, and oftentimes very funny independent Salesforce-centered content. And I wanted to introduce you to him, make you aware of him. Hello, Ike. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you with us. Hey, Mike. This is fun. Glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Before we start, let's talk a little bit about Ike, your background. Talk to me about your Salesforce pedigree, if you will. Sure. So it's definitely been a journey. Been about in the ecosystem since around 2014, 15. And since then, it's just been a progression of roles. I was the sales end user and then the sales operations, Salesforce admin, Salesforce CPQ consultant, ISV partner. And now finally, I am a content creator full time. So uh, it's safe to say you know of what you speak when you create your content. <laughs> Definitely had uh, been around. Ike, what inspired you to become a Salesforce content creator and how did you get started? Yeah. So of all of the roles I've had, there was always something missing. There was a creative itch that just couldn't be scratched. Even if I had the, even if I could architect the most amazing thing, or at least in my opinion, if, if I was proud of it, there's still something missing. So one day I was thinking, you know what? Let me just, I, I was actually, this was when I was a CPQ consultant. I thought, I'm just going to start a, a YouTube channel. And, you know, I think maybe there's an audience that wants to see some reviews of apps because I'm always into new tools and trying to find kind of new fun ways to solve problems. And I'm just going to make five minute reviews of apps. And that was how everything started. So it really started with just putting myself out there making YouTube video app reviews. Well, tell me about how you stay up to date on the latest Salesforce trends and best practices. And how do you incorporate those things into the content that you put out there? Yeah, so it's really all about LinkedIn. The Salesforce Ohana is strangely huge LinkedIn fans, basically. So if I'm looking for trends, it kind of comes down to what's on my LinkedIn feed. And also shout out to the Salesforce Ben team. They're great. So basically between those two resources, I can keep up with what's going on and all the news. So in terms of, you know, how, how's that going to my content? I'll explain this. Basically, it comes down to two things. I, and I mix the two together. It's kind of the secret sauce. There, there is a inspiration that you get from a feeling. And then I mix it with inspiration that is just something that is not related to Salesforce. And it's kind of more fun and creative part. So throughout my experience uh, and all these previous roles, there have been plenty of times where something didn't work, where there's an awkward conversation with a client, or just something didn't go well, or maybe something went great. But there's a feeling there. There's a feeling from experience. And next... I'll mix that with something totally unrelated. Maybe there's a TV show that I'm watching or something my wife likes to do, maybe some TV shows that she likes. And so I'll mix a feeling with something that just kind of inspires me and I'll put them together. And 
that's how I come up with a lot of my content. And that's why I'll have a lot of kind of TV show sketches that have to do with Salesforce that, that they're totally absurd, but that's kind of how things come together. And I think that's kind of what makes them kind of unique. Well, those of us who create content for a living, we face challenges. I'm sure you're no different as you go about creating your content. How do you overcome your challenges? There is an issue that I think a lot of content creators can kind of empathize with and that you get yourself deep into the metrics and you start to associate the value of your metrics directly with the value of your work. And it gets kind of dangerous because then you think, wow, I spent so much time making this thing. And you know, if it doesn't do, I'm doing air quotes, if it doesn't do well, then maybe this, you know, this wasn't valuable. And, and it gets, I think it's a dangerous path because it can really deflate what you're doing and, and how you feel. So it's something I struggle with, but I think a, a lot of the way that helps me is to try my best to always just work on the things that I truly have fun doing. Because in that way, I can, even if it doesn't do great, I can just remember that, you know, this this was a fun project. Whereas your other option is work on something that you're not enjoying. And if it doesn't do well, it's like, it's a double whammy. So just basically always choose and work on the projects that you truly inspire or have fun with. We're going to talk a little bit about metrics here in a moment, but before we get to that, now that you've been doing this for a while, like, is there anything that you wish you had known when you were first getting started? <laughs> yeah, no one cares. No one cares at all. <laughs> no one. Cares. So, so care less. That is my tip. And there's, there's actually one. It's like it's psychological, and it, it has to do with the algorithms. Many of the algorithms in which we share content on, if it's not doing well. You don't need to worry that I think it's almost like you might think, oh, I just came into a big room and everyone is looking at me, put myself out there and you know it flops and how embarrassing. But actually, your reach when you first post something is very small and only if it gets engagement does a wider audience see it. So remember, if it's something doesn't do well, there's also a good chance that not a lot of people saw it in the first place. So take a deep breath. It's okay. And people care way less than you ever think. So that, that, is, that, that is something that I, I struggled with, but I wish I kind of knew from the beginning. You know, it's funny. I was on LinkedIn yesterday and I saw uh, the post that you did. I will have in, in the show's notes, and I'll remind everyone later, you know, a link to your LinkedIn page and, and also your YouTube page. But yesterday you did uh, the topic of AI uh, in, on a LinkedIn post and you had an yeah. image of, a, of four blocks and each of those blocks had a letter in them. The last uh, couple were kind of spinning because the two words were fake and fact um, right. about AI. And it's just, um, that's the kind of funny creative stuff that you come up with. So I you know, have just kind of shared a favorite thing that I recently saw. Tell me about some of the favorite content pieces that you've created and why you think they've resonated with you. <laughs> so one of my favorite, I made a kind of a murder documentary style sketch about what happens when you join the Salesforce Ohana. And there's a famous like the Salesforce hoodie, this black hoodie that every other person has. And I think the reason why it resonates, because it's kind of an absurd topic, but oh, by the way, shout out to my wife, who's also in it. So that's part, that's part of the reason why it's my favorite. But <laughs> uh, part of the reason is there is this kind of underlying joke within the community that once you get into Salesforce, we are such a tight group that some people call it a cult. So I made this 
as kind of a nod to that inside joke in a playful way. And I think a lot of people can kind of empathize and understand that there are little nuggets of truth behind it. And so I think, you know, because we, we're a community, we're so tight, we, we all like to wear the same things, we all like to talk about the same things, we go to events with each other, we have these, you know, there, there's so many of these like analogies that can be made. And, and I think no matter how absurd the topic or a sketch can be, it resonates because there's fun truths behind everything. And so I think that's why it's resonating with people, <laughs> at least. Well, it's, um, it's resonating with me. That's how I found you, my friend. <laughs> and so let's talk a little bit about what we were talking about sort of in a couple of questions before, and that's measuring the success of your content. How, how do you go about doing that? Or what makes you go, yeah, I got this. Yeah. Yeah. So clearly there are real metrics. Technically, there's a number of impressions, likes, and shares. But the thing that I think motivates me and makes me happiest is when I get private messages from people and they say, hey, that was really funny. I, it, like you made my day or just a comment. Those are the things that really make me happy when I'm and that's the type of feedback that keeps me going. Although the metrics is certainly you need those. Uh, yeah, the comments and the feedback, the direct feedback is, is really what I love. And, and that helps me. I, do you collaborate with other Salesforce pros, you know, developers, admins to create the content? Maybe you pick their brains for topics. Yeah, I have a, a small series called Best Practices where I invite some true Salesforce experts on. And I like to ask them, hey, just give just a couple tips to the audience. And so I think that is my most collaborative of content that I make. I like to, rather than trying to kind of regurgitate what they say, I like to bring them on and have them kind of take the mic and do it themselves. And yeah, that's a, that's a fun piece that, that I like to do. Talk about the reaction that you get from the folks inside Salesforce. I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you don't take it too far, but you do have fun. Have yes. you heard from uh, the hierarchy there about some of the content that you've put out? I have. And it's, it's, it's funny you ask that because I think that is one of the things I'm most scared about is, <laughs> is making someone mad over at the mothership. But I see it as we're all one big family. And if you're in the, it, like a normal family, if, if you can, family members can tease each other. But the moment someone outside of the family teases, then that's different. So I kind of consider myself within the circle. So I think I'm okay. But yes, yeah, so, so far, what I've heard has been positive. In fact, Mark Benioff has shared and re retweeted a few of my sketches probably about four or five times. So I like to think that they enjoy it, but I'm not too sure. I don't get too much feedback. I'd say you're off to a good start there, my friend. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think are the biggest changes that you've seen in Salesforce since you started creating your content? I think I'm seeing a trend and Salesforce, especially just Salesforce marketing, I think they're starting to humanize their content a bit more, which I think is a really smart, great move. So over the past few years, at least what I've noticed, a lot of their marketing is a little bit less corporate and more personal. So it's, you, some of their, they, ha they have many YouTube channels, but some of them now almost look like a vlog style. It's very one-to-one -one person. There's a lot of jokes. Sometimes even the Salesforce hoodie and swag, they're not even wearing it. And I think this is a really good move. I think this is because Salesforce is so big. And I think this really kind of brings it back down to earth. And that's a trend that I'm seeing 
right now. And, and I think it's a good one. Last question I have for you, Ike, is can you give us a little peek behind the curtain about some of the upcoming <laughs> content projects you're working on? Yes, 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 yes. So, and this will be an official announcement. So first, I am working on a digital guide that I'm going to provide to the entire Ohana for those that are interested in becoming content creators and, or sharing content for whatever reason. It doesn't have to be full-time. It's just, just getting started, just kind of maybe build your brand a little bit or get, put yourself out there. And the second is, I don't know if you're familiar with, there's a series called Bad Lip Readings. So I'm working on my own bad lip reading of Dreamforce, which is a ton of work because I have to overdub a lot of keynote speeches, so including Matthew McConaughey. So it's oh. I'm very excited for it, but it is a lot. Oh, that's going to be great. Well, we got two exclusives on yes. the Salesforce Simplified podcast. Thank you. You so did. Much. That's great. My pleasure. Way, thank you for joining us today to talk about the work you do as an independent Salesforce Thank you. Creator. you. You have an open invitation to come back here anytime. And I highly encourage everyone to go check out Ike Way's LinkedIn page and his YouTube channel. I will have links to both in this episode's notes. Again, Ike, thanks. Come back soon, will you? Thank you. Will do. And to the audience, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, I would really be grateful if you just take a moment to give us a five-star review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really does help the show and help get the word out and expand our ohana, if you will. And uh, also, you know, subscribe anywhere that you get a podcast. I'm Mike Boyle from Ad Victorium Solutions. Thanks for listening to the Salesforce Simplified Podcast. Our next episode. It's just around the corner. You've been listening to Salesforce Simplified, the podcast from Ad Victorium Solutions.